Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with this episode, just want to say real quick, we joke around about suicide a lot on this show, and the reason we do that is because we're comfortable with it because we've thought about it a lot, not because it's something that we actually take lightly. We want you to take care of yourselves and stay with us here on Earth. So if you are feeling depressed and contemplating suicide or close to suicide, please, please call 1-800-273-TALK. They're amazing. They will talk you through it. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, they're there. Please, you have other options. You are loved, I promise you. Now, on with the show. I'm fun. I put all my cards. Is that your passport? Yeah. Did you lose your ID again? Uh, I have not had an ID. <laughs> oh, you just have the passport. I just it's... use the passport oh. right now. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. What about when you drive? <laughs> Do what? <laughs> to when you drive your car. Oh, yeah. I try not to break the law. You try not. Oh, yeah. Well, me too, man. That's my big deal. <laughs> I try not to break the law. I know, Dave, you're just like, well, I don't understand. When you're breaking all these laws... <laughs> And the police are shooting at you and trying to pull you over. Do you show them your passport? Do you show them your passport? Do you show them a Halloween mask? Do when you the, show them your dick? I don't the, understand. When the cops are shooting at you, when the fucking pigs are on your tail. Excuse me, Officer Pig. Excuse me, oink, oink, Officer Pig. I was just wondering, uh, what did your trough smell like today? Hey, Bacon, what's your partner's name, Ham? I... Oh, oh man, yeah, dude. Right yeah, nice. Yes. Got him, dude. Uh, yeah, police, got police brutality, more like pig brutality. <laughs> right? <laughs> I what? <love> it. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. I'm Dave Ross. That's I'm Hampton Young. I don't like the cops. <laughs> yeah, I don't like a pig. Yeah, if, uh, if there's a crime going out in my mm-hmm. house, uh, don't come by, pigs. Yeah, I fry pigs with my Glock. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I don't even know where to feel on this political spectrum. <laughs> Cops are pigs, and yet I like bacon. I love I, to eat I, bacon. I, I feel conflicted. Yeah, I know. It's like, because pigs are one of the smartest animals, but cops are one of the stupidest people. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> So, like, how do I reconcile uh, that dilemma? Uh, I'm going to be so mad when the NRA sues us. More like pig RA. <laughs> <laughs> you just put it on everything. Yeah, totally. More okay. like All more right. like Dave Pig. <laughs> <laughs> but it comes down to, like, every level of police where it's, like, parking enforcement. You're like, pig enforcement. Yeah, pigging. Parking my pig. More like a mobile. <laughs> pigging enforcement. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go enforce a pig instead, you he's parking like, fuck. He's like, I make like basically minimum wage. Like this isn't a glamorous position. Look, man, I just really needed a job. I got four kids. That's how I feel when yeah, people are like, Yeah, whatever, dude. You're yeah. probably a white supremacist. 
You gave me a ticket on my Prius because you're a fucking narc. Every time someone is a shithead to a parking cop, I'm like, you know that no one would take that job first, right? I know. I, like, <laughs> dude, last time I, I really fought it. Like, it's because it's just so many times I get tickets. Oh, yeah, well, it's dude. It's just my own fault. Well, that's because of your fucking passport. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they don't know no, that I'm such an international agent. You don't put your world. passport under your windshield wiper when I you think leave I your car. Get more credit for just getting by with a passport. No, I respect it. That doesn't sound. No, I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. Well, I just get by. That's all I'm saying. You, you know? just got to get I'm by a, in I'm life. I'm an international dude. guy. Well, I feel like, you know. <laughs> I'm the, an international the guy. Idea, the idea of life is to get by with the bare minimum. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're, totally. having, you're having a hard time accepting this theory. Yeah. No, right you can. That right at the top. Well, I am fine with whatever life approach anyone wants to take. But you said that, like, hmm. what everyone has to do in life <laughs> is get by on the bare minimum. Me, okay, I, I'll stand by it. I actually do believe that. I think that, yes, that you have to do the bare minimum. Not right. Me. That's true. You do. have. You definitely <laughs> have to do that. You can do more. I like to live my life going for the extreme maximum. <laughs> wow. Wow. I did not realize <laughs> oh, you yeah. lived by the Cool Ranch Dorito oh, dude. Uh, lifestyle. Hell yeah, man. Of different Gatorade flavors. I fucking, oh, I dude, do. I don't even have a car. I just carry my climbing gear <laughs> everywhere I go. I'm rappelling up sunset, you know? I um, I, I mean, this is a dumb thing to just get serious about suddenly. Sure. But I watched a really great documentary that was just about, like, um, kind of freestyle. <laughs> Close. Dude, every documentary all about is food. about food. Yeah. Different subsections of food. We already talked about pig. I mean, you know, so Which you now I eat. want the food documentary that's like, did you know you could eat a cop? Yeah, totally. He's a pig. Fucking cut him up. Fried cop. So Cops can't be. <laughs> cop, cop fettuccine. Cop LT. Cop LT. Uh, what's on your cop LT? Oh, it's uh, lettuce, tomato, and uh, the police. Um... A police officer. Honestly, police, if you're being offended by this, maybe if you guys didn't act like such assholes, we wouldn't be giving it to you so hard right now. And for real. I'm just no, but like for real. For real, man. <laughs> you should be better. I just <laughs> Dude. Like honestly, anyway. the cops in the news lately, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is my political commentary. <laughs> okay, but there's <laughs> There's real documentaries, Dave, that okay. are not just about food. Oh wow! And ways to eat cops. <laughs> <laughs> there was one I saw about like freestyle, like rock climbing. That's mm -hmm. kind of evolved over the, like the last hundred years. Like this thing hasn't really existed, but now like people can go up like this sheer surface cliff. Mm -hmm. You know, that used to take them like a week to get up, like just figure out how to like rock climb. Now people can do it like inside of an afternoon and like Whoa. do another mountain inside of an afternoon. Like, Whoa. and it was this really awesome documentary, I guess, about like this 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 form that's kind of evolved. I, I thought it was super fascinating. Wow, it's like the Oregon Trail but <laughs> vertical. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, 
now, Dave, <laughs> when we do the Oregon Trail, <laughs> when I, you and I yeah. need to move our families and our cattle. Totally. We don't our, die of syphilis till we've lived there for a while. Jerky. Yeah. yeah. When we got to move that across the country, that takes us like an hour. Totally. It takes us like a yeah, I use Amazon. Takes me like taking out. Yeah, dude. But it used to be, you know, before Amazon. And totally. You wanted to get your family across the country before, you know, and there's savages across. Yeah, the country. Just oh, slaughter a buffalo. And, totally. Oh, and there's disease and horrible. Yeah. Things. It used to take you like a full day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got you. Uh, <laughs> it's like good stuff. <laughs> I got you. Oh, by the way, I uh, I wrote a song today. <laughs> <laughs> Son, get out of my house. Yeah, no, I'm an artist, Dad. Um, I'm gonna, right. Can I sing you the song I wrote? It's, okay. It's no called, instrumentation. No, no, no. It's called Real America the Beautiful. <laughs> it goes like this Four beautiful, four awesome cars, like super fast and shit. <laughs> You spent no time. You spent no time on that. Dude, it's great. And I am going to sing it in public. To the president I also at fucked full it up. volume. I've like forgot the, as I was singing it, I forgot the melody of America the Beautiful and I fucked it up I a know, little like bit. like you skipped a verse it's like, at one point. How's it go? Four beautiful, four spacious sky, four amber waves of grain. Like four super be- fast and shit. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. I fucked it up a little bit. Honestly, it's funny. All you had to do that. was repeat super fast and shit twice. Like super fast and shit. It's pretty good. <laughs> By the way, we are at Buddy's Pod on Twitter. Our Facebook group is oh facebook.com God, I slash. What we were doing. <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups slash suicide buddies. Um, you found yourself at a mental health comedy podcast hosted by two guys who have dealt with a lot of depression and suicidal thoughts. <laughs> so we joke around about that stuff, but we also take it very seriously. Uh, we hope you like it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And honestly, Dave, yeah. I want to go back uh-huh. to your song. Sure. <laughs> this is important. Uh huh. I feel like the guy who actually made the anthem was just a sociopathic, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, isn't the original song just about bombs? Like, he was watching people dying, like, in a... like That's a... the Star-Spangled Banner. Okay. America the Beautiful is about, like, mountains and shit. And I... I... <laughs> uh... <laughs> and, like, and, like, bread... It's about like, look at all the bread we can make. You're right. The mountains are purple You're and we can right. make hella fucking bread. <laughs> dude, it's, pur- it's purple haze? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. For dude, they just amber got waves of bread. <laughs> yeah, dude. Look I at all this no fucking idea. rye and corn and fucking wheat, dude. Well, um, Dave, <laughs> um, I'm so happy to be here with you. Yeah, Having dude. a fun time. <laughs> Uh, I like to have a fun time, too. How has your life been since we last kind of connected? It's been good lately, man. We haven't really texted over the last week. I know. I don't understand why. Well, I'm trying to (laughs) Face me out. (laughs) I don't know. All right. Um, (laughs) Halfway through that, you were like, oh, I shouldn't say this. (laughs) I've just been consumed in dumb personal shit, and I'm sure you're the same. And we often, you know, discuss that. But I mean, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I also, like, I've been working a 40... I missed you, too, man. I've been working a a 40-hour-a-week job the past couple couple weeks in a warehouse i've been posting online about it you probably saw it i'm like you probably saw my instagram but you know. okay 
<laughs> well, the listeners did <laughs> the because only, they like me. The only posts I've been liking are about my girlfriend has an album out. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Let's talk about it. I, uh, it's called Cash Grab. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's so funny. I mean, because honestly, I should have been paying more attention to what you've been posting. But oh, my girlfriend, fine. who constantly interrupts the podcast and you're all huge fans of, Georgia Brooks, because I complain about her every other episode. Yeah, <laughs> something, totally. Something about that. I didn't. Re- it's funny. Like you've been dating what for like four or five years. Yeah, that's funny. That's. It turns out that's the amount of time where it's okay to come to take the fight onto your podcast. <laughs> they're not on. So if you guys want to continue to support the fight, the resistance of Hampton against his girlfriend, if you want to support all of my problems <laughs> honestly uh her album came out uh you should check it out georgia brooks it's called cash grab and yeah. uh, it's available everywhere you can stream it or buy it or whatever but any bit helps keep her stay in the country without me having to marry her so get on it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> holy shit Man, that was like a new <laughs> level of learning about you guys. I feel Man. like it was always implied. It was not. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, people who don't oh, have a Canadian God. girlfriend don't think about shit like that. Yeah, yeah, you small people with your small problems. That's not what I meant at all. Oh, uh, damn it. <laughs> Again, I just put problems. <laughs> you you fucking losers who listen no, to my actually, show. It looks like she's actually pretty good about staying in the country. She, nice, you know. dude. Yeah, but honestly, it'd be great. If, if you buy, if enough people buy her album, then Hampton can finally quit stripping because <laughs> he's the breadwinner it's right now. It's hard to be a comic. <laughs> now I have to show my pee hole. Yeah, yeah, dude. To strangers, the most in <laughs> fucking Manhattan Beach. <laughs> oh man, you don't even think I could get local work. Dude, you're I'm not an Burbank. L.A. stripper. Come on, man. You're telling me I have to drive like you, an hour and a half to go show my pee hole. You're an L.A. 6, but you're a Manhattan Beach 10. <laughs> I am so fucking mad. I'm going to go have to slam my pee hole in the car door. Come on, Hampton. You know I think you're hot as fuck. Thanks, man. I've told you that. I know. Let's kiss. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wetter. Oh, yeah. Wetter. Ah, fuck. Ah, just take it out. Just take it out. <laughs> just take it out. Uh, can't believe this is a once a week thing. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Good oh. God. Well... Dave's wearing his drunk history hoodie. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Trying to power under this. I'm wearing me. my "This is not happening" hoodie, and under <laughs> that, I have all your credits tattooed on my body. <laughs> Thank you. I've only just recently started wearing like merch I was given. Yeah. to do stuff because it's always it's lame. Just, when that's you first the new level it. of poor. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, uh, that's what it is. A thousand percent. Um, uh, I, I want to say one more thing before we get into it. Oh great. Uh, also, I believe the ticket link for my album recording will go up this week, Ooh. if not next week. I keep saying that, but it's going up soon, and I'll post about it. February 12th at The Echo in Los Angeles. Two shows, 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. Hampton will be on one of them doing a very short set. Can't make it. 
<laughs> Ooh, busy. Um, yeah, so come to that. That's going to be awesome. Oh, dude. I'm stoked, dude. I mean, this is this is pretty awesome. Yeah, man. I've been doing comedy for a while. What? <laughs> I mean, you've definitely like dipped your toes and doing like kind of collaborative projects with yeah. people, but I always felt like your first album should really be at your like home turf right? totally because yeah. it's just like how everyone's gonna kind of hear you for the first time i mean like you might as well enjoy that you might as well yeah. take the pleasure of the fact that you worked really hard for a long time to and i really did know? think like i think i talked about this in a previous episode but like i really for a while was like i shouldn't record in la mm-hmm. hard like crowds can be harder hard to get a crowd and i was like because i've you know on the road i know a bunch of good rooms uh that i like and that like me but then yeah i really was like nah dude fuck that i started in la i'm like every i did so many things in this city i know a lot of people here i'm like really i'm excited to do it here say like i also feel like in a performer's like life you're gonna always have the like i want to record at home yeah show why not just get it out of the way? Yeah. Do it the first one when everybody's still like, like stoked more. about you. Yeah. yeah. When they haven't learned the truth, you know, about you, you know, yeah, what's right. under the hat? It, what's thank under you. the glasses? Totally. That I'm a pig. No, you're a pig. I'm a fucking pig. <laughs> Secretly a cop. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. That's the best album recording. He's like, guess what? I'm a cop. Uh, I'm a cop. You're all under arrest. <laughs> I'm just a cop wearing a cool guy mask. Who's drunk here? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> you're all going downtown <laughs> who's drunk looks like we're taking being... a trip downtown it's a bar and like being drunk is illegal <laughs> I... <laughs> all right everybody get out your passports because i'm giving you a parking ticket <laughs> i will um, say i i just take it also so you're right to bust me on the fact that like i just use a passport but i know i don't know i think it's fine i'm also a pretty great pretty great driver are you i've had driving jobs like my whole life when i was growing up and like like cop yeah like (laughs) (laughs) i was uh, i was one of the chips (laughs) i was a white chocolate chip (laughs) well that's a show we have to make now (laughs) white chocolate Uh, chips no i just had like courier jobs and driving jobs for like cop four different pizza restaurants and like i've been in accidents but i haven't been in accidents since i was like 21 oh wow so i feel like i'm a really good driver i think i am too yeah yeah and i i it yeah i definitely feel like i am and to the point where i feel comfortable getting irritated with other people <laughs> frequently because I oh, feel like I know, it's dude. really bad. Oh my God. Everywhere you live has some kind of bad driver and LA's mm-hmm. bad drivers are high. I think, I don't know what that it's, could be it. People literally like merging onto a fucking highway going 30, not looking left. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> We're going to die. Yeah. I've had that. And I've also had the super aggressive driver oh, out here. Yeah. And uh, I mean, that's typical with like, you know, a lot of major cities, but I don't know, man, the fucking asshole drivers out here. It's, it's- all as a fucking white Audi or something <laughs> just zooming around. Do you know, uh, like, not a ninny? I live it. Not. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Shut no. up, Hampton. Damn it. Shut up, Hampton. <laughs> you fuck. in the back, Hampton. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dad jokes. Go kill yourself. 
It was the other Hampton that said that. You guys can't see because it's audio. Yeah, I hate my other yeah. self. There's two Hamptons. <laughs> it uh, is an Audis, guys. All right. We are in Glendale, California right now. And did you know that Glendale has the highest per capita car murders in the, in what? the country? Yeah. What does that mean? I guess not murders, like vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, just pedestrians get hit by cars here more than anywhere else in the world. Well, it serves them right. They suck. They're, you know, they I mean, live here. Taking all their time. And, yeah. You know, oh, I'm worried about my audition. Uh, yeah. Where's Zanku <laughs> Chicken? Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, but seriously, it's a huge problem. It's There's a very lots big of people problem. Who are very dumb. But seriously, though, right? They're like, oh, where's my Zanku uh, Chicken audition? <laughs> right? And it's like, no, but seriously, this is an epidemic and like a that really, was like a really big problem. No, but, but, fuck, but, but seriously, though, fuck them, right? Because they're like, hey, I'm a Zanku chicken and I'm going to go on an audition and you can suck my dick. But seriously, though, I mean, like, there's, there's it's, it's so many people who are dying every year. That <laughs> <laughs> makes so much fun. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, too much. Too much. Uh, that. I love a callback that is not a callback. Just, just saying two things that back are related. Yeah. <laughs> I got my Zanku chicken audition coming up. Um, That's hope LA. I don't get hit by a car uh, on the way to my chicken audition. Hey, I More like a oh, chicken, you know? <laughs> I'm just saying everybody in California deserved the fires. Huh? What? Man, I don't even think that's cool to joke about. <laughs> Guess what? I just did. Uh, uh, Guess what? New rule. Fire is bad. <laughs> um, I had a really dumb character. Can I do it? Let's do it. Okay. All right. It's going to take a second. <laughs> So like, um, <laughs> bad boy, you know, that's just like a label that people have like put on me. <laughs> no, like, I didn't like ask for that. And it just fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we are. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Hot characters. You shoot that right into my veins. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dave, oh, uh, I'm dying to know. Uh, when do you think Bill Maher is going to kill himself? I don't think he will. I know. He's too confident. He's too confident. It's always the pieces of shit that like themselves. Wait. <laughs> oh, who won't kill themselves? Yeah, that like themselves. That's and 100% true. It's so annoying. 100% true. Very frustrating. You know why? It's false sense of confidence, Yeah, right? totally. Like, you look at Bill Maher, and within five seconds, you go... <laughs> That is a false human being. Somebody who has like a like you made up your your confidence. <clears throat> totally. It's totally a hundred percent defensive. Yeah. You are you are easily agitated when people try and like take you down. It's just like everything is snark, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. It's it's a manufactured personality. It's, it's so manufactured sincere. that like I remember like a few years ago he had a special coming out on like Epic or <laughs> oh something. God, yeah. I guess it was probably HBO because <laughs> it shows on HBO. And uh the tagline on the billboard was risking it all one last time. 
And I was like, what are you risking? What is, what are you talking uh, about? God. A lot of risk taking happening know. in Bill Maher's life. Me and Alan Strickland and Williams have a running joke about the, the ads that were going around town Ugh. that were all about um, not in it for the likes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, not in it for the retweets, pal. Like, it's just like oh, the man. level of go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, it's like it's forming a palpable fist in your face. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Will Weldon has uh. a great stand-up bit about how he wants to kill Bill Maher. <laughs> it's one of my favorite bits. Well, oh, by the way, before we get into well, the the idea. history, I want to say real quick, we've gotten some la- some mail, some snail mail. Uh, from listeners That's recently. True, yeah, we just got some actually hand sent. Christmas. Yeah. Letters. We've gotten two things in the past couple weeks that we want to give a shout out to. First of all, Amanda Capasso th- sent yes. us a uh, a happy anniversary for our one year anniversary of Suicide Buddies. Thanks, Amanda, Amanda, thank you so much. Amanda, we've talked about on the show before. She, uh, when I was in Williamsport, Pennsylvania, brought me two uh, red cars, uh, <laughs> which is a Patreon Camaros. joke. Hey, yeah, join our Patreon. You know? Guys, get us some Camaros. <laughs> we have a Patreon. It's really good. I think we're going to do... We mostly do um, suicides in movies with our Patreon, and I was hoping we could do a It's a Wonderful Life. We should do It's a Wonderful Life. Soon. We do yeah. have a Patreon episode that goes uh, that is up this week as this episode comes out. It's patreon.com slash suicide buddies, and we're talking about It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> oh, shit. And also, we got Christmas cards from Kelly Clayton. She sent... Individual ones to Hampton, Aristotle, and me. And Kelly, you need to know. This is crazy. Kelly did not label the car. They were sent this in separate envelopes. This is not a magic trick. They were sent in separate envelopes, but not labeled Dave, Hampton, and Aristotle. Nope. We split them up. We each just picked one, opened it, and we got it right the first time. <laughs> it was unreal. Yes. It, this is some David Blaine street magic. So if you want to come and collect our money... We'll give it to you. Uh, also, Kelly, I don't know what you're trying to say with the art on the front of the Christmas cards, but we are not snowflakes, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, we are, it's three snowmen, <laughs> and we were joking that it's maybe just like everyone thinks cucks. we're just a bunch of snowflakes. Three fat cucks. Three fat <laughs> snowflakes. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture and make sure that it's up so people know what the we're talking about look also, at these pigs look at these white pigs some other people have posted on the patreon community that they've sent us stuff and they don't know if it got to us i do know that starburns had some problem with their mail for like a month and so we might have missed some of your stuff i'm gonna go in there soon and like look through their shit for like an hour and see if it's in there i'm sorry if we missed your stuff hampton is taking a photo of aristotle holding up the card you guys are the best. Thank you guys so much for sending us stuff. I love it. This if is you like want awesome. to, <laughs> if you want to send us anything, it's Suicide Buddies, care of Starburns Audio, seventeen hundred West Burbank Boulevard, Burbank, California nine one five zero six. And if you want to email us, buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail Yeah, I was taking a vote because I was like, honestly, I was like, my parents don't do this. No oh, shit. <laughs> like this is this is great. Yeah, man. <laughs> like I love this. this is I awesome. haven't gotten a, a birthday card from my parents. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I just Since start crying. I was a baseball. <laughs> a baseball. All right, Dave. Uh, who are we talking about this week? We're going to take a quick break. We're talking about fucking Wendy O. Williams, dude, lead singer of the Plasmatics. I fucking love Wendy's. Me too. <laughs> dude. God no. damn it. Dude, I, I'm telling you. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't go. Here's my gyms. I usually I go to Crunch. Uh-huh. If Crunch is closed, I go to Slam. Uh-huh. If Slam is closed, I go to Curves. Uh-huh. If, if, uh-huh. if Curves is closed, I go to Wendy's. Got it. Yeah. If Wendy's is never closed, ever, dude. That's it. Dude. What <laughs> machines do you use in Wendy's? The the uh, the Baconator, right? <laughs> Baconator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my machine. I use the Baconator whenever I go. I work my core. Yeah, totally. It's all about the core. It is a workout, dude. Every part of your body has a different core. Uh-huh, you know, what? sometimes you're like, how do I work my head core? You how know? do you work your head core? Head core is more like, you know, taking, you know... Uh, oh, like a fucking Frosty and you get a fucking brain freeze? That helps <laughs> smooth out your core, right? Yeah. Take a blast of a Frosty at Wendy's to your core, your Hell head yeah, core, and then think about all the relationships in your life and how you've been letting people down. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know, try and take some sort of, like, personal accountability wherever you can, but also, like, give yourself some credit where, like, you know, you've fucked up and... And, you know, that was maybe just due to, you know, your brain fucking, you know? So that's how you blast your Wendy's head core. Okay. Now, how do you work out your butt core? <laughs> Anal. Oh, yeah. Totally. Panel. I just do painal, dude. <laughs> oh my God. Sometimes when I'm doing anal, I'm like, wait, there's no pain? No pain, no anal. <laughs> Oh my god I just want to say that porn should be uh, Illegal (laughs) Across the country Oh totally dude All sex should be illegal I would say that we don't deserve it yet dude. And maybe we as a society have to clear up our morals Before we deserve porn Dude I have never had sex on principle (laughs) It's wrong It's against my Christian beliefs We're talking about Wendy Williams Wendy O. Williams yeah, the O sure is important. Right. You got it right, but there are numerous people named Wendy Williams. <laughs> yeah, one's a huge celeb. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we'll be back in a second, right after this important message from our sponsors that we chose. Four C cup tits. <laughs> Ford Range Rovers. Oh, that's good. And that's good. C cup tits, <laughs> and I just came from my dick. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, wait, does come? I just don't come out of it. your dick. Listen, I gotta tell you, this Christmas, Dave, I've really lost the American spirit. Oh no, Hampton. Well, you know what we gotta do? What? We got to go beat the shit out of somebody, man. Really? You and me. Oh, Dave, it is going to be a good hate crime Christmas. <laughs> All right, now come in here. Take it out. Suck it. <laughs> We're just going to leave this as a dangling question about Dave's, oh, yeah. Dave's sexuality. Uh, yeah, I'll show as you dangling. Yeah, I'll just show you. <laughs> yeah, this is getting, I think it's because I, I sang that America song, ironically, but it's like seeping into the all the things I say now. <laughs> it's getting me so upset, dude. Oh, man, Every I'm sorry. you 
seen it. <laughs> you know, I just think about the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm thinking about our governors <laughs> and our senators. Oh, okay. Woo! Get me heated. Yeah. Woo! 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 <laughs> I, I, okay. Hampton, Look. wait, 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 watch. You guys want you guys want to see a powder keg explode? <laughs> watch this. Hey, Hampton, what do you yeah. think about Brett Kavanaugh? <laughs> <laughs> Did not enjoy his set at the comedy cellar. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, 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 nice bit, nice, nice, nice bit. Nice, nice Good bit. jokes, tight jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all about jokes. People. Yeah, dude. Uh, can we get a rousing fuck him about Brett Kavanaugh? <laughs> fuck him. You didn't say it with me. That's fine. Fuck him. <laughs> also, it's just, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just like every day. It always I know, feels dude. like, guess what? Today, Trump's going down. <laughs> <It's> dude. Like, <laughs> It's so great. Doesn't it? honestly, oh, the like, way I feel when I I'm wish. watching the news now is I that it, it's so extreme that I feel every morning like I traveled time. <laughs> it's just like the government's in jail, China's in charge. <laughs> like every, <laughs> and you're like, what year is it? What's happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, we have to make sure Marty McFly and his wife don't divorce. <laughs> Yo, Dave, do you want to fuck your mom? <laughs> You're going to fade no, out of this photograph. No, what yes, is it? that now? is a stand-up bit I do. I just did a stand-up bit I do on stage in stand-up. Y'all yeah. ever see my stand-up? Ugh. You know what? You should see it February Easy 12th. Easy laughs. Easy. February 12th, 2019. <laughs> 8 and 10 p.m., two shows at the Echo. Record my album. Hampton will be there. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this fucking lady, huh? How about you um, title your album, like, in sync? You title it Incest. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> that is so funny. I think I will. There it is. Just N got it. asterisk cest. I mean, my other suggestion was I got it at Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that was a very good one. And you know I feel like that. All right, like that. go with the incest one, you perv. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. All right. No, 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 no. Why did I do that? Sometimes All you right, just say tell stuff. me about Wendy Wendy's uh, combo meal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! See how it hurts. <laughs> I love it. It sucks. <laughs> I know. I well, I guess I just found out that you don't like it. <laughs> um, but I love it, so I think you should keep doing it because I like it when I do it. <laughs> I did not realize actually how like uh, familiar I was with this person. Uh, oh yeah, at the at the break. Yeah. Uh, oh, what kind of familiar? I apparently have actually enjoyed and listened to her music. Oh, you enjoyed it, huh? <laughs> Wait. Um, uh, no, yeah. They're... Wendy O. Williams did so many things, but she is most known as the lead singer of a punk band called The Plasmatics. She left the band in 1983 or 84, and they pretty promptly be became a metal band, hmm. which so many punk bands do, and every time they do it, the metal yeah. is bad. Very it's bad. bad metal. The Misfits tried Whoa. Oh. And if they couldn't get it right, dude, like if the people dressed as skeletons totally. can't make good metal music, the band don't try. If Do the not people that try. made the shirt that all metalheads wear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're like, hey, I'm dressed like a dead guy, mm -hmm. and guess what? I fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> at metal. Suicidal tendencies that when they started just... playing metal. Oh my god, that's the worst music I've ever heard. It be like the way Misfits plays metal, it'd be like if Slipknot played ska when you saw them. Wow. Like this was not what I was expecting. <laughs> totally. <laughs> this is very, very different. Oh my God. 
Slipknot the ska band. I I want that to happen. Yeah. Skanking clowns. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> All sorts of skanking clowns. Slipknot is the funniest name too for them because it does sound hardcore, but it's just like a thing you learn in Boy Scouts. That's how you, you know kill what I mean? Yourself with a Slipknot? Yeah, you kill yourself with a noose, Hampton. <laughs> <laughs> a Slipknot actually, you just fall. It would just break the rope. Come on. Actually, Maybe I shouldn't say right. I, I shouldn't I say I, stuff like that I on a suicide podcast. Honestly, last time I tried to uh, hang myself, uh, I just listened to Slipknot instead. Oh yeah, well, that's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I like Slipknot. That song "Wait and Bleed" is dope. They have some other ones that I are do. good. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but they are a character, <laughs> and they also suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a lot of honestly, like yeah, all new metal. Is no, good and sucks. But like a lot of music, <laughs> like say like Kiss, on some level I'm like, yeah, Love Gun, cool. Uh, there is no level on which I like Kiss. <laughs> really? I oh, mean like yeah. on some level I'm like, okay, but it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Sure. It just, yeah, it's like that. I'm like, yeah. I can't be like, that is literally incomprehensible. Garbage. This is like garbage. Garbage. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, totally. You know. Well, Yeah. It's but it's thing. pretty bad. Yeah. And say, <laughs> but I'm just saying that's true with a lot of bands. Like, yeah. Metallica has some shitty ears, and oh. they also have some great stuff, you know? Wow. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just found out that we disagree on music. <laughs> What's that? You're talking about the Misfits? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Metallica covered Whiskey in the Jar. Like, awful. Have you heard that? It is the worst <laughs> shit ever. Hearing You're James Hetfield so say upset. whiskey in the jarro is whiskey in the jarro. Dude, I put a jarro on a table. There <laughs> was some pennies in it. It's a swear jar for the band. Everybody's putting in it. <laughs> He's just talking about the swear jar. Oh, I <laughs> There's a jarro on the table. <laughs> Yes, I agree. They uh-huh. had to go through their shit. I mm-hmm. will say, and I love that you're even saying this. I, I totally agree. I mm-hmm. totally agree. It's weird. It's weird to love Metallica. No, they're, it, they're it's great. It's weird. But I will say that that documentary. Um, oh, it's so good. Some Kind, some of, kind monster. of Monster. Ugh. Eventually, you go, this is maybe one of the best documentaries of a band ever. Totally. Like, it, it shows all of their flaws. Like, they are literally like the most successful band that is not, they didn't make an album in years. They just were like on the fucking skids and they're like, come see our therapy sessions. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, crazy. It's so fucking bananas. Yeah, it's awesome too because those therapy set, you need to see this movie because it's like, oh, it's amazing. It, what's funny about it is that. You could take, I think some people take from it that therapy is ridiculous, but hmm. but True. that's just because it's so funny to watch these fucking millionaires <laughs> who are old rock stars who clearly have so many issues with masculinity have a therapist. Like, honestly, I yeah. think it's the best argument for therapy in 
fucking totally. entertainment history. Some people say that when you look at the documentary or whoever, you know, like I remember the initial response was like, wow, that uh, therapist is really trying to like put himself in the band. He's trying what? to like call shots on stuff because there's literally scenes where like he goes, hey, what about these lyrics? And like he hands it to James Hetfield and it's shot oh, yeah. very like they had just established the scene prior. Like James does not take lyrics from, yeah. you, you know, like they're really setting it up. But now Metallica is like that is literally the reason we even exist. Like that guy, yeah, that, and that process, yeah. They just are like therapy did work. It is ugly. It is sometimes you have resent. They were like addicts, it, yeah, who had been in a band <laughs> that they couldn't quit because they were making so much money forever. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things about it is that it's clearly all James Hetfield and Lars. Yeah. They have massive problems, and then it'll just cut to Kirk, and he'll be like, um, I'm fine. <laughs> I, uh, hi <laughs> I wish I was a spider uh, I would like to just be a spider in the corner and be a little spider <laughs> yeah he's yeah like, totally he's literally like one of the nicest you know guys totally. in the world have any of you ever noticed how my hair looks like a bath mat <laughs> but the <laughs> fucked up shit is also I found out later on is that James Hebfield apparently during that whole time was just like still fucked up Really? Like he was just drinking vodka in the water bottles, like Whoa. type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, so he wasn't, and he's like, that's why I was still like yelling at the psychiatrist. Like, you know, yeah. like we, I wasn't really actually dealing with my shit. So honestly, that, that documentary, as fucking god awful as a record as it made. <laughs> Oh God. Is one of the best looks at just like a band and people holding back emotion and like, you know, like talking about it. It's really interesting. Yeah. Dude, when they have to fucking, when Lars Ulrich has to apologize to Dave Mustaine <laughs> from Megadeth. Oh, dude. That's brutal. Well, that scene's crazy too because it's like Lars, of all people, says the most, like the, the, thing that dave mustaine needs to hear yeah which is dave mustaine is like yeah he's <laughs> like ever since i left the band nothing good has happened and lars is like dave you're mega death <laughs> he literally goes i refuse to believe that nothing good has happened to you since you left metallica <laughs> and he's like nah man i've just lived in your shadow and you're just like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> fuck dave mustaine how are you lamer than metallica <laughs> Uh, I was joking with a friend. This is one last thing before we get back in. Sorry for probably not such a bad decision. <laughs> thinking about that quote from the Social Network, where that guy from Napster like talks to Mark Zuckerberg, and he goes, "A uh, million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool? You know he does." Yeah, that yeah. Um, I just was joking with a friend that like the guy from Napster is like, "A million dollars isn't cool. You know what's cool?" He like gets in real close and he's like, Metallic. They're suing me. They hate me. I fucking love those guys. <laughs> he probably did fucking love. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. No, don't anyway, be sorry. Anyway, back to the Wendy's Baconator. <laughs> God damn. I. <laughs> I can't wait. Do you know other Wendy's sandwiches? Have you loaded up on them for as ammo for the future? I am a huge fan of Wendy's. Okay. Well, I'm ready. Um, hmm. Okay. So I'm I'm going to kind of just go through her life. 
line by line because every moment of her life, this woman had an amazing life. Mm -hmm. She was born May 28th, 1949 in Webster, New York, which is on the western, mm -hmm. northwestern side of New York, like on the way to Buffalo. Okay. Um, at age six, she was on Howdy Doody as a <laughs> tap dancer in the crowd. Um, and you knew from that dance. Yeah, she, she was, was going to be in a punk band. Uh, <laughs> wow. Age 15, she was arrested for the first time for sunbathing nude. Okay. Uh, this was around the time that she dropped out of high school. She was in 10th grade or right after 10th grade when she dropped out of high school. So kind of wild and kind of doing fun stuff. Dude, you know you would think that, but all of the accounts of her in huh. school, people were like, no, she was a really shy kid. Oh, she okay. was very pretty and cared a lot about her looks, but was like really reserved. And if you talk to her, she spoke so <laughs> quietly you would have to lean in to hear what she was saying. Oh. Yeah. I mean, but, but also, if you think about it, it's like you're going against your punk persona. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. that's as wild as it gets. Probably. Yeah. I mean, she was just like, probably, I don't want to be here, and I'm just going to do my own thing. And then so she drops out of school and pretty promptly gets arrested for sunbathing nude. Sure. At age 16, she hicks, hitchhikes from New York to Colorado. And in Colorado, I don't, <laughs> it's not known exactly how long she lived there, but she made her living in Colorado by crocheting string bikinis and selling them. You know that beach uh, scene in Denver? In Denver, yeah. <laughs> yeah strong beach environment. Maybe it started, dude, it all started with her sunbathing nude. Why is she, this not selling? She got arrested and she was like, I have got to crochet myself. <laughs> A bikini. Um, so you know, I went to Hawaii and tried to sell my skis, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what's wrong with these Hawaiians. They're just dumb. <laughs> Man, okay. I like to see these snowmen on my card survive in Hawaii. Um, it's fair. So uh, she was there for a bit. Then she moved to Florida, where she was a lifeguard. Then she went to Europe, hmm. traveled around Europe. She was a, a cook at a macrobiotic uh, restaurant yeah. and then a dancer with a gypsy dance troupe. Okay, so pretty this DIY. She's, she's, she's like living life. She's trying to just do whatever she She's like a can. fucking nomad. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Fun, yeah. Yeah. Uh, while she was in Europe, she got arrested a few times for shoplifting and using counterfeit money. Uh, <laughs> Austin Powers says, <laughs> no, baby. <laughs> that doesn't make me horny. <laughs> Guys, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck it's you're Europe, talking about. dude. You just, oh. uh, he's the international man of mystery. He's, he's European. He's basically Europe's cop is yeah. Austin Powers. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so then, like the beginning of the history that that people know about her, who know her, 1976, about age 27, she moved. Uh, she moved to New York City, and it, I believe it was at Union Station. She or on the train or something. She saw like an open newspaper, and there was an ad. They were looking for people to work at Captain Kink's Theater, which was an experimental theater created by this guy Rod Swenson. <laughs> She replied to the ad, and and he liked her, so she started performing in live sex shows right away. And <laughs> BDSM. Yeah, I don't shit. know exactly yeah. what kind, but... I mean, actually, I know a little bit about it. She was in a... I was there. I was there. I'm Rod Swenson. <laughs> 
Yeah. Hey, by the way, I have a live sex show February 12th at the Echo. Good heroin. Um, live sex show yeah, every good week. Good fucking. <laughs> it's called Good Fucking. It comes on after Good Heroin. Uh, and uh, one of the shows, one of the live sex shows she did, it was a parody of the gong show where she shot ping pong balls across the stage out of her vagina. I don't believe it. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> uh, Dave? Uh-huh? I'm calling her vagina a liar. Yeah. Right now. Well, I don't know. Across the room? Well, I think it bounces and then it kind of rolls. Wait, with enough force, you're saying, to break an, an adult man's bones? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dude. Wait, Dave, you're saying... Dude, I mean... <laughs> It sounds to me like you've never experienced. <laughs> I can't even say it. I'm sorry. I that's, I've said too many. I, no, that's fucked Ironic, up, douchey things. You always kind of hear about the the dumb, right? That's that used to be the old live sex show thing. It's like she shot ping pong balls out of her ass. Yeah, yeah, She totally. ate a banana with a pussy. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, how she, can we further sexually degrade these women? On totally. Stage? Though I will say, it sounds uh, like from reading about her and seeing how she carried herself and who she was that. Mm-hmm. She. This was probably like she was completely in control of all of this, <laughs> and it was completely empowering. And I mean that. You mean spin and force? What? <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think, <laughs> judging by her character, that it was like a, a degrading situation for her. Uh, because like when she... So like Rod Swenson became her manager the next year. He started a punk band and asked her to be the lead singer. Uh, they were called the Plasmatics, and she was. And they like they played their first show at CBGB in uh, July 1978, and they became big. Mm. They became huge immediately. Mm. And her thing was, she would perform with her boobs out every show. How did they get big? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how this band got huge. But you know what I mean, like <laughs> let. For fuck's sake, talk to me about this. <laughs> no, I, uh, it's like that makes me think that it was that she was in control. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. That's what makes me think she made oh, that sure. decision. Uh, yeah, I'd say like, you know, I will say if you've I, and I'm sure you have like if you've looked at the say the story of the runaways mm-hmm. is like an incredibly abusive, awful like thing of like. Yeah, and they were they were kind of touted as like the feminist punk band, right? Like yeah, the people who these girls who were underage owned their sexuality and you know, but it was actually like due to a like rapist manager who's like kind of guiding all this shit. I didn't know this about the Runaways. It's so fucking awful. Wow, I, I've cried like r- while reading like Joan Jett's like holy shit recounts of these things. No, it's like it's it's like horrific. Uh, like abuse, Jesus, and so they they she kind of made a statement about like you know like how much when 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 image is getting put out there, say with the runaways of like they're in their lingerie and they're owning their sexuality. It was like, but that was the idea of some fucking asshole. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, uh, and I fully would say that when I when I see Wendy O Williams, like I kind of get what you're talking about, like, especially her attitude, like, she really has ownership over her own, like, yeah, you know, self. Well, like, here's some of the things she did. She, uh, like I said, they toured the world. Um, while this is happening in 1979, she did an adult film called Candy Goes to Hollywood. I have to leave now. Okay. 
I have to um, go look something up on my computer right now. So, uh, <laughs> okay, they were like pretty crazy on stage. Some of their shows got shut down for safety reasons. Uh, uh, newspapers started labeling them as anarchists. And then in 1981, all of these things happened in 1981. First, she got arrested in Milwaukee for simulating masturbation on stage. And when they arrested her, she hit the cop. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, Hell yeah. yeah! Yeah, perfect episode to talk about cops. Um, Get away from my clip, pig! <laughs> so then they did. They did SCTV. Do you remember that show? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Plasmatics performed on SCTV. Awesome. And when they performed on SCTV, the producers. Uh, we're like, you can't do the show if you don't cover your nipples. And she was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> uh, You're going to be talking to my nipples manager. <laughs> so she like worked it out. She talked with the makeup team and they came up with a compromise, which was to paint her boobs black. Uh, How are we going to come up with a compromise? They painted her boobs black and then she performed with painted boobs. I honestly find that a little offensive, right? What? Isn't that black boobs? Oh, it's God like, damn it. Well, no, it's offensive. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. You're uh, not wrong. Um, she. Uh, so then she got an obscenity charge in Cleveland because she simulated sex on stage wearing only shaving cream. And by the way, both of these arrests situations she beat the charges the charges were dropped but after the second one <laughs> wow. she was like all right oh, and wow. she started wearing tape on her nipples was like i'm sick of getting arrested gotcha at <laughs> yeah. a certain point it just becomes an inconvenience yeah right? exactly um then uh apparently she was jogging around a lake in chicago and a photographer started taking photos of her and she just like attacked him <laughs> she just like punched this photographer oh, no. and then this judge in illinois sentenced her to one year supervision uh okay as a result of that yeah also this person seems to be like what her main talent is is not going to jail <laughs> uh she can get away with fucking anything um, yeah i don't know what it is <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something about being an attractive white woman with huge tits. It's weird. This woman somehow evaded the law. Uh, she, if I'm remembering correctly, like some of the music videos that were being played, was she the one who had like the chainsaw on stage and shit? Like at certain I points? think so. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a pretty fucking like crazy. She's a pretty hardcore. I remember she was like known as like the wild stage she, show. Basically. Yes. You know what I mean? Like more so than she was like the female. Uh, Gigi Allen, Girl Girl Allen. Yeah, yeah, it's like exactly more extreme than like Guns N' Roses or whatever yeah. was going on. Less like, extreme than Gigi Allen. Not no like cutting or rubbing shit on yourself, but yeah, almost it's like there. If Guns N' Roses, if like Slash had his dick out with a little top hat on top of it. <laughs> 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 yes. yes. Little glasses at the front end of it. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, and a little guitar. <laughs> <laughs> a little penis Slash, guitar. When is it not appropriate to wear a top hat? Never. <laughs> I call him my November peen. <laughs> oh boy. Wow. So she's coming up in kind of the heyday of MTV. Kind of when it's the most destructive, I would say. A lot yeah. of bands are like ODing and having like fucking huge falling out what's funny though like just kind of in the style that she led the rest of her life 
she was only in plasmatics from 77 to 83 hmm. she like in 82 she just as a side project recorded a duet with lemmy from motorhead there was a cover of stand by your man and then she left the band in 83 uh Good and stand by your man she recorded between 84 and 86 she recorded two albums one was called wow and uh that's what i call music yeah <laughs> wow that's what i call wendy uh wow that's what i call wendy's that's, <laughs> that's what I say when I go to Wendy's. Yeah, wow. wow. Now that's what I call Wendy's. Sir, could you please leave the window where there's more customers behind you? Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's what I call Wendy's. Okay, we are calling the cops. I'm calling Wendy's. Um, so that one was just called Wow. W-O-W period O period W. That sounds more punk. I, I will say, like, you could get away with that yeah. in a lot it's of also, ways. It's her name also. I mean, oh, I didn't even fucking... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Wendy, you put one over me. <laughs> then she uh, she recorded an album called Commander of Chaos. Both of those start with a K. That one I'm less excited about. <laughs> yeah. And I will say that sounds like bad metal. Yeah, I mean, when you hear that title, I will say I'm a fan of the plasmatics. I'm not a fan of the solo shit hmm. at all. I mean, it's like the first album sure. was record was produced by Gene Sibin Simmons, and he played bass on it under a pen name oh, Reginald God. Van Helsing. Oh my! So yeah, it's bad. <laughs> uh, Wait, but you're saying Gene Simmons got his paws on it? <laughs> yeah, dude. How could it be bad? Yeah. I know. He's the guy who rocks and rolls all night. Uh, He's Ron Jeremy's devil twin, right? Dude, it, she was in a bunch of indie movies. She starred in, in 87, she starred in a season of a TV show on Fox called The New Adventures of Beans Baxter, which I should have watched the show before I we... I <laughs> Yeah. Oh, is it... Does it get... Is it bad? Oh, I didn't on? even think about it. Oh, no. No, does it just get worse and worse from here on? You mean, like, that, does it get sad? That doesn't sound like a good show. No, it doesn't get worse and worse from here, actually. I mean, at the end of her life, it's bad. She committed suicide. But, like, huh? I, I actually... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I actually... I don't know. I said that because I think it's cool. Like, up to this point, this woman was on Howdy Doody... Uh, hitchhiked to Colorado, went to Florida where she was a lifeguard, was a cook and a dancer in Europe, got arrested for shoplifting, performed in live sex shows, was the lead singer of a punk band, got arrested for like indecent exposure, recorded a song with Lemmy. You know what I mean? Now she's the star of a TV show. She's Her life is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Is yeah. how I put it. You did kind of start that by going, no, her life's great. But when you kind of recounted that, I was like, it sounds adventurous yeah i also feel like it's someone who's really having a hard time especially when it gets to the live sex show part I, i'll be honest with you it's sure maybe i'm sure that's not like completely not her choice but it's like are you sure she's having the best time i mean i'm point? not sure i don't know that's interesting man our perceptions of it because i look at this and i i like i really i, I guess romanticize hmm. an adventurous life i know i love like yeah. gg allen same thing i'm but then i go wait maybe he was like a horrific sex well gg allen know, was like, a very hurt disturbed person mm -hmm. and wendy o williams definitely had issues with depression hmm. for sure you find out like when you read about her later life, but hmm. she didn't commit 
she didn't attempt suicide ever until she stopped performing and running around and really? doing this stuff. Really? Yeah. And yeah, there is part of me that wonders if like in her wanting to settle down, that was actually not really what she wanted. Dude, that would be fucking insane. I mean, I agree. That could be that could be There yeah. are definitely obviously there are there is sex trafficking in the world and there mm. are a lot of degrading situations in sex work where women are hurt. But also there are situations where that's not the case. And, I really uh, wanted to do the dumbest joke, which would be like, I know, come by my apartment or like something like I'm, you could know. say you could say that the live sex show is like a sad thing, right? Right. But mm-hmm. Rod Swenson, who was the one who put the ad out, who was putting them on, became her manager, eventually became her partner, hmm. and then they retired together in Connecticut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so All like, right. <laughs> I see exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. So I don't know. I mean, it feels like I feel like she was maybe a person who felt the weight of the world and felt like uh, the world was trying to take her personhood from her. And she right. did all these things to to stop that. That's what it seems like to me. So at this point, you're saying she's on the show. She does the show for a year. Yeah. Uh, then in 88. Plasmatics have been a metal band this whole time, by the way, that she's not in. And uh, is there a different female singer? No, no, the guy is singing in the band now. Oh, okay. um, they do. They're going to do their final tour in 1988. So she joins, rejoins the band for the f- tour. Hmm. And then the last time she ever sang a Plasmatics song, um, Richie Stotts, who was in plasmatics was opening for the ramones at cbgb on new year's eve 1988 and joey ramone was like come on get up there and sing a plasmatic song and she did it oh awesome yeah like also when she died lemmy and the ramones and every famous punk was just like fucked up they loved her yeah whoa Uh, yeah there were all these they did all these shows these concerts in tribute to her oh well she was like beloved amongst the punk scene yeah that's so crazy. I mean, I mean, so what was kind of going on up to it? I mean, like it sounds like she had depression, but I mean, like well, what, so that's what's, what's crazy. Kind of that happened? that happens. That's where her like music career basically ends. Then in 1991, mm-hmm. she moves to Connecticut with Rod Swenson. <laughs> Big mistake. <laughs> her uh, her partner, and uh. she was quoted as saying, "I'm." pretty fed up dealing with people. (laughs) So they moved to like semi-rural Connecticut uh, and her jobs in Connecticut was she worked rehabilitating animals at a shelter. Gotcha. And she worked at a food co-op because she was big in the vegetarian world. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So then, that's 1991. 1993, she attempts suicide for the first time. Oh no. She hammers a knife into her chest. Like that's not how you do it, <laughs> dude. She that's... hammered it so hard it got lodged in her sternum, her like chest. Was bone. she trying to build a shelf? <laughs> <laughs> she needs to go on tool time. <laughs> what is this podcast? <laughs> what, what are we doing here? Oh no! Uh, and then while uh, the knife is lodged, women in are her... so bad at construction. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> No, while this is awful this while is the knife is awful. lodged in her sternum oh she like has a change of heart and tells rod i don't want to die and he takes her to the hospital 
Yeah. Uh, from by all accounts, I'm reading they were like in love and good to each other. 1997, four years later, yeah. she tried to kill herself again by overdosing on ephedrine. Uh, went to the hospital and did not die. Wow. Then, the third time, April 6, 1998, she was 48 years old. Rod came home, and in their house, there was a package from her, like a care package, with like a bunch of gifts for him. Uh, some massage oil, uh, uh, some seeds for growing greens in their garden, oh, no. um, some food he likes. Like and a goodbye, like a bunch of letters from her. One of the letters was a will. Uh, some of them were love letters. One of them was a to-do list of things for him to do. Which <laughs> I, I, I'm I, sure it's not what it that seems. That is such a men with. <laughs> I know. Just like, woo, How do I not make this joke? Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, one of the letters was her taking a long time to get ready. Uh, <laughs> Wait, that's what she said about him? No, I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Like a, <laughs> like oh, a trope, Lord. you know? So, yeah, I mean, and then one of the letters was just like her saying she doesn't want to live anymore. Oh. And uh, and so he like ran out into the woods to look for her and he searched through the woods for a while and eventually he found her laying on the woods, laying in the woods with a pistol a few feet away from her. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, foul play maybe a <laughs> <laughs> Me suspect a little bit of whiff of murder. Anyway, uh, that's um that's awful for him to see that and uh to have to deal with it. And I know it's cliche, but I mean it does seem like her moving to Connecticut and like right. slowing down her life. Isn't that weird? But but is, it, you, is it more like you're just addicted to that high and you can't get it back? Maybe. Is Connecticut just suck that bad? If yes. anybody listens to us in Connecticut, please let us know if it sucks so fucking bad. I've been to Connecticut and it is bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it is not okay there, man. Um, I don't the, know. I mean, it's it sounds like she slowed down her life and she lived in a rural town. Yeah. And also, and I, I don't want to put too much on it because I don't know what her dreams were but like the jobs she took sound like a very slowed down yeah kind of thing that in the back of your mind you'd be like well i always wanted to work with pets yeah or some shit well, it seems like but i mean like also she was like live fast die young and then she didn't die like she yeah. did all the things that you do when you're trying to die <laughs> except for drugs but the funny thing is <laughs> you know it's it's stupid but it's like i had the live fast die young thing yeah when I was me too young. you grow out of it hopefully. yeah yeah and you can mature out of that and i'm not saying she didn't but i'm just saying it's like you know i just hope people don't think that you know that's something that you just you know you can't get past right you know i i don't know what her experience is but i mean if that's yours where you're like because to me i always thought i'd be dead by 21 yeah and then i'd be dead by 30 like i always kept moving me the, too. the goal you know post have you ever read clockwork orange no so you know in the movie it just ends with Alex being yeah. a maniac. Yeah, I love the movie, of course. Yeah. yeah. the um, Even like a lot of American versions of the book have that ending. But the real ending, the original ending of Clockwork Orange, as Anthony Burgess wrote it, he's like, you know, he's been a murderous psychopath that leads this gang. And then he goes through all that like uh, rehabilitation. rehabilitation and then he like 
is a murderer again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then the book ends with him uh, being a little older in his apartment, and he's like listening to music, and he like uh, thinks about it, and he's like, nah, and he like makes dinner, <laughs> and it ends. <laughs> It's that's the best. Good. Yeah. That's good. I mean, like, that is kind of the point of the yeah. whole fucking thing. But I mean, like, yeah, as opposed to the, the movie. The most extreme like, version of youth. Yeah. And yeah. the movie kind of ends with the opposite, where it's like, I guess he's back to being a mood. Totally. Right yeah, yeah. 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 Kubrick, you asshole. So. <laughs> um, Quit show me babies in space, you perv. <laughs> Put some clothes on that goddamn God baby in space. Uh, when she killed herself, she's obviously, you know, famous, and Rod Swenson is her partner. And so people were, like, trying to do what they always do when people kill themselves, which is, like, like, oh, this is an extreme act. This is, uh, she, uh, it, it was an act of passion. She, it was just, like, an in-the-moment thing. And he would say, he was like, this was not an in-the-moment act. This was not irrational. Right. She had been wanting to do it for years. He I was mean, like very adamant about that. The care package she left is clearly a sign of totally. taking a ton of. I mean, it's wrong to have that level of suicidal ideation for but you so shouldn't long. lie about someone. But it definitely doesn't life. come completely out. Dude, of the blue. this is this is in her suicide note. It All says right. this. It's like three sentences. I don't believe that people should take their own lives without deep and thoughtful reflection over a considerable period of time. I do believe strongly, however, that the right to do so is one of the most fundamental rights that anyone in a free society should have. For me, much of the world makes no sense, but my feelings about what I'm doing ring loud and clear to an inner ear and a place where there is no self, only calm. Damn, right? Case closed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you convinced me. <laughs> right. That has got to be one of the most rational <laughs> Dude. suicide letters. Yes, you're making a case for the fact that, you know, free will is paramount. Right. We all believe that. But it's also like you are living in a like corrupt part of your brain at that point. Right. You're allowing these dark thoughts to have like value and weight and, uh, you know, that they're, they're that's I mean, that's the thing. I don't think, yeah. Thing. It's like, we can I don't think agree. anyone oh, who has half real. a brain would argue that suicide is your right. Literally, <laughs> you can. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> you shouldn't because it's like not, yeah. It's not, it's never what you think is happening. Uh, yeah. I, it's this weird thing of like, I think sometimes people get a little bit c caught up in just like the issue of free will and like, you know, what am I going to be a bad person if I do this yeah. or something? But it's more like, let's address why you're having these thoughts. It's also like, <laughs> first, <laughs> I think the absolute worst reason to kill yourself is because, well, I can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, it's like this stubborn child thing. You know, I yeah. told you I could. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, well, I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess eggs on my face. <laughs> yeah, you're and, right. Uh, this sucks. Eggs on my face, <laughs> bloods on your floor. <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. sad for sure. But also, like, I do. That's crazy. I do also. really. It, we haven't. We haven't that often talked about someone who undeniably led a full life. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you think. Was we there? definitely have talked about people who led full lives, but like, but not this concretely, you know? Do you think really she led a? F I'm not trying to. Be, I absolutely I, I think, think so. So you think that's like, how it reads to me? 
It's just a long... And then she kind of was like, what else do I have to do? I don't think that's necessarily why. And I also don't think it's a good reason why, because there are Mm. so many more things. I mean, clearly... sure, sure, yeah. You know? But, uh... But like the, I, when I quick listed all the things she has done, yeah, that was before she was thirty, and most people don't do a quarter of those things in four times that amount of time. I've barely shown my tits on stage. <laughs> I, I know it's a time. I knew it was coming. I will say <laughs> I have shown my balls on stage multiple times. Yeah, I've, I've I did a naked set one time. <laughs> See, we've lived. I lost a bet. I feel like I've led a pretty full life, and I, I know, plan yeah. to continue doing that. I'm going to try, <laughs> at least through the end of this week. Okay, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. No, Hampton, you have to stay around for next week's 9-11-420 Christmas <laughs> Spectacular. What's it called? Smoketacular. Smoketacular. <laughs> 9-11 Christmas 420 Smoketacular. <laughs> Dave what? hasn't smoked pot in a long time, and I'm going to get him fully blazed. I'll get blazed, dude. You'll get... Oh, you will? I'll get blazed for 9-11? Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I get high every 9-11. Every day at 9-11, I smoke yeah, I crack. Yeah, I look up. I want to look up uh, two other terrorists, basically. Yeah. I haven't really looked into it, so I can't say if it's, if it's going to happen. If their stories suck... We made a pact when we started the show that every year on Christmas we would talk about two different 9-11 hijackers. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things that we promised. Dude, I'm down. What I think we also promised that our 100th episode would be a big gala event, but I mean, we'll see, man. It, we'll is, see. it is hard. Well, either way, we did promise that we're doing Hitler and Kurt Cobain, our 100th episode, yeah. and that's great because that will what a shit show that'll be. <laughs> That's the most. Im- Those are the two people that have killed themselves that have the most information on it in human history. <laughs> I'm, I have some ideas oh. how we could how we could have fun with it. Okay, it could be it could okay. be fun. I'm keeping it on the table. Yeah, dude. I'm not fully just you know, like get rid, get rid of it. We could go the Holocaust was fake angle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't want to put up too much, but what if we hire some actors? Uh-huh. Pretend to be Hitler and Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And we interview and go them. to a middle school. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. <laughs> oh man. Um well, geez, man, very interesting. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about um, about her, about her, about her, about her. Wendy O. Williams. <laughs> this idea. I mean, it's interesting to me why you maybe wanted to bring this one up. I know she's different than other suicides. Like the level of thought that she put into it, and then like made sure the world knew she put that amount of thought into it. Yeah, is really interesting. Well, um, the repeated like attempts definitely tells you that it's almost like, I mean, if no one was really trying to get her into some sort of like, I do wonder help. You know, it's like you're I just, couldn't find much about Rod Swenson's what uh, he was doing during this time. Like, what was he doing? <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you? Yeah. Why, Rod? Why have you forsaken me, Rod? Uh, I. Uh, I just looked it up actually, and I found this great quote from Rod Swenson, who, mm. like, by the way, is a professor at the University of Connecticut now. And now that I remember, like, live sex shows is kind of like a reductive term for what, what? his. I mean, this guy is like, um, he, I mean, he's, he graduated from Yale and then moved to New York and started. 
you wanted to make crazy arty shows. They were very erotic and there was live sex, but it was like they were part of just like a crazy show. Uh, and I think <laughs> I like forgot okay. to say that. That just makes it a little different. I hear than you. like okay. people aren't in the theater beating right. off. Is this, what I'm saying. This is more <laughs> like Mark Zuckerberg doing like a, you know an Ivy League kind of sex show. No, where dude. Like, like I'm saying, people. It's not a porn theater. People aren't got you. There aren't people with like hats over their eyes. Like yeah, okay. Actually, people are that, watching uh, it like theater. That's actually yeah. a good point. Yeah. Um, so it's just like really underground theater. Yeah. So uh, in an interview, he was asked, did Wendy tell you she was planning on taking her own life? If not, were you angry with her for choosing to end her life? And cool he said, question. yeah, thanks. It's in vice. <laughs> so Are you fuck mad you. at the dead uh, person? <laughs> so, and then he said, yes, um, she did tell me. I spent the better part of four years trying to dissuade her or at least postpone it. Anger, in any case, for someone who takes this ultimate step is not something I would readily understand. Utterly deep and inexpressible grief and loss. But anger, no. I will tell you that while she was here, she lived with an <clears throat> while she was here, she lived with an authenticity that few can rival, and this, I think, was a goal in life she set with a determination at a young age. Despite remarkable hurdles, I believe she achieved this goal. Her work and her legacy speaks for itself. Wow. Damn. I mean, he makes a good point. I mean, about, you know, it's really like, yeah. That's why I got upset. Like, that question is just fucked up. It's like, are you Were angry you mad at the dead me? person? Fuck you. Yeah, come on, man. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, I guess if I now am buying into your question or whatever, like, that's just, yeah. you're starting off from a fucked up point of view. It's it's also a cliche thing. Marie Bamford has a joke about it. It's one of my favorite oh jokes ever. Oh my god, ever. you told me this one before. so good. If you kill yourself, they're gonna be so mad at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be so I'm mad so at me if I kill myself. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, God, dude. No, people are just sad. They're just, they're, they're, they wish that person was there with them. Yeah, and I guess I'm understand. like mad my friend is gone. But I'm not mad at my friend. If Dave was alive, I'd kick his ass. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's just like, that's no, no one's thinking that. But, no. Um, dude, this was uh, great. I had no idea that it was, that's what had happened with uh, Wendy O. Williams. Me neither, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Like I've heard her talked about a million times. And, yeah, like I've watched so many like VH1, like mm, totally. down, like insane. They were nuts. Of, yeah. yeah, and no one ever mentioned this kind of tragic end in Connecticut. I know. Well, I think Connecticut is the real viv, uh, culprit here. A Connecticut Yankee King Arthur's King. What? That's a movie. Oh, it's stupid. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show, everybody. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, Dave. Dave, you can't let me end on okay, okay, a okay. shitty, shitty joke. For beautiful, <laughs> for melted cheese. Ford mileage trucks with trucks and fucks and fucking truck massacre. That was Listen, good. I love this episode. I like you. Ah, oh, I thought you were gonna say love. Well, I get it. Earn it. <laughs> <laughs> the way that you looked at me when you said that felt just like the end of Saving Private Ryan. Uh, do you know that moment where he's like, "Earn this" when he's about to die? Oh my god! <laughs> That's what I Tom was Hanks going for. and Matt Damon, dude, fucking epic movie, dude. That's what I'm going for. They got together in the room. <laughs>
They got together in the room, dude, and they were like, let's like, do a movie. They got in the studio? Get Stevie on the phone, Stevie Spielberg, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was fun, dude. Thanks. Uh, this episode is great, man. Uh, if uh, you guys are out there, fans of the podcast, want to have more of this bullshit, more of this fun shit. With more of this good shit. Me dude. and my friend Dave. Hello. Uh, check out patreon.com slash suicide buddies. We do a Patreon episode usually about um, a suicide in a movie, like some sort of fantasy. Or suicide. we read Lister emails. That's true. Um, yeah. And yeah, uh, this week. Our bonus episode is about It's a Wonderful Life, so check that out. <laughs> and guys, uh, buy my girlfriend's album, uh, Georgia Brooks. Cash Grab. It's called Cash Grab. Buy it, buy it, so she can stay in this country. Buy it, please. I, buy don't, it. Wa- I don't want to marry anyone. Buy it. So Hampton can <laughs> stop blowing people in the bathroom for cash. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> uh, yeah, glad you're alive. Thank glad you for listening. Alive, guys. Thanks for listening. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. Dave and I want you to know that we don't really take this subject that lightly, even though we joke about depression and suicide and possibly even killing ourselves. Uh, it's all part of the beast, but you need to know that we don't take it lightly. And we respect that if you're actually currently dealing with insane depression right now, that we would prefer that you deal with it. And we would really appreciate it, especially if you would call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're at 1 800 273 8255. That's 1 800 273 talk and they're they're better equipped to deal with some of the more medical side of uh, depression and suicidal thoughts and they are there they're there to talk to you and help you deal with it and we really want you to stay with us and we're happy that you're with us so thanks for listening <laughs>